There we are. Welcome back to the dark woods, ladies and gentlemen. Gotta get all my nice sound effects here all loaded up. We will be with you in just a moment. Back to the campfire. Hello there, Center. Yeah, you can. Morning. I hope the day has found you well. So far, so good. Mostly. Well, I noticed our friend Steven Crowder is back on YouTube fighting that good fight against that censorship monster. And I'll tell you, to be honest, it's good to see him back. You know, I, I don't uh, super agree with YouTube because now they've kind of showed their hand and they've shown that they're willing to play ball with a tyrannical government system. So, you know, I'm, I'm a little disappointed with YouTube on that stature, but I am happy to see that uh, Steven Crowder is back on there. Hello there, Elgato. Welcome to the campfire, sir. Uh, the, the, they were celebrating Cultural Appropriation Month this month. I don't know if you saw that or not, Center, but uh, their opening was hilarious. <laughs> they went 100% anime style with their opening. Like, so many anime references, it's insane. Because they're celebrating Cultural Appropriation of Japan! This month is a good show. Highly recommend. I have a jet above me breaking the sound barrier. I don't know if my microphone's picking that up or not. But if it is, that's a cool sound, isn't it? <laughs> it's like an angry sky. Yep. Pretty much. <laughs> We'll give it a minute here. It'll clear up. Maybe. Oh, no. It's going to make me take refuge in the cave for a oh. minute. <laughs> Hello there, Victor. Welcome to the campfire, sir. So, we got Steven Crowder back on YouTube, man. That, that tickled me to death because he's one of those voices I think that we really need to to back. He's a good critical thinker. He's not playing to any one person's drum. He's just exposing that there's currently 
a tyrannical rule that is slowly but surely taking over, literally in all fronts, not just politically, culturally, in the education systems, uh, in your, your media, in your content. So I saw a story that made me kind of sick center and this is a this is kind of a small story but I kind of want to point it out because to me it's kind of a big story. So I saw a story where someone tried to burn a veteran's American flag on his porch. They caught it because the guy had a security camera and it's just some random person apparently this guy doesn't even know it. Okay. They just came up on his porch and started trying to burn this flag on his front porch that's connected to his house. Yeah, like it was a dude coming up on his porch trying to burn his flag. Like he's lucky he had that camera to watch him. It's also like the guy probably wasn't home. It's like, oh well, you're getting shot on my porch right there on the spot. You're fucking dead. Well, I mean, think about that, man. This person is not just a veteran. He also lives in America, okay? So he, he gave his, his duty to protect our freedoms and rights. And this person has a mindset and mentality of, oh, there's an American flag. It's Veterans Day. I'm going to go over there and burn that person's American flag. Fuck that it's attached to their home or anything else. I, I feel the necessity to go over there and do that. Think about the mentality that that takes. Why don't we just pack his ass up and just send him right over there to Korea? I bet they'll just love him over they hate Americans too, right? I, fuck, I hate people doing that shit. It's so unbelievably ignorant. If you don't like our country, move the fuck away. Yeah, if you don't like our country, guess what? There are plenty of other countries out there. I'm sure they'll just take you in with open arms. Because most monsters do. That's how they get a free meal. Actual communism is so fucking good. How about you immigrate to China? Yeah. yeah or, you know, China. move to Venezuela. I'm sure they'll have you too. They'll probably eat you for fucking lunch. But just so you know, this is this is not a fitting room. Okay? Once you try it on, that's it. It's yours. You bought it. Don't come back. Don't get over there and be like, oh, communism sucks. We want back in. Nope. No, that's what you wanted. Stay the fuck over there. Stay the fuck over there. Denied. Rubber stamp. Boom. That's what we need. Right there at the border. So when they start trying to come back, we're like, hey, check this out. We bought this just for you. It cost 50 cents and the ink was a dollar. Boom. Denied. Go back home. Oh, but America's my home. Not anymore. <laughs> You're commie. You go, you go back to you go back to commie fucking China over there. You enjoy all that lack of freedom that you wanted so badly. You enjoy that big, huge fucking government that's involved in everything in your life. That's what you wanted. Now you got it. Enjoy it. Keep it. It's all yours. So uh, I've I've noticed that now with the with these uh, emails coming out. I'm shifting through them. There's a lot. I, I sent you the archive because there's so much that me and my my few shadow ninjas that I trust them to actually comb through things and point it out. Uh, it's a little overwhelming for us, man. There's like 3,326 emails or some shit. It is yeah. a lot. 
like Fauci for somebody who, uh, who and, and a lot of these are just, a, some of them are just a random people like just Joe Blow from, from wherever that's like, oh, I got the sniffles. What do I do, doc? Yeah, I saw that. Like some of them are just from ordinary people. Others are actual important ones. Like they pretty much just any email just connected to his, regardless of relevancy. Which it'll with as many as there are, it it'll take a while to sort all that shit out. I expected that. It's taken, but dude, it is so grueling to sit down and look through these emails. Like now, I mildly see why why some 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 of these reporters they don't comb through all of them, and they're just like, ah, oh, here's one. This this one looks juicy. I'm just gonna stick with this one and run it to death. Because, dude, they, I'm gonna be honest with you. It's hard work to comb th comb through these emails. And, and sit here while while he's telling just some random person, you know, oh, well, the masks don't actually work. They're just for comfort. And you're sitting here. I'm going to be honest with you. When I read that email, I was like, I'm going to start punching myself in the face because it wasn't even maybe 50 emails later. He's like, the mask absolutely work. And I'm like, dude, dude, you're dude, a fucking dude. Liar. you're a fucking liar. Uh, you're not even a good liar. You're just a bad liar that have a lot of stupid people fucking convinced of of a bullshit. <laughs> I don't know what else to call it. I'm sorry. I'm trying to to tone down the, the cussing because I have a lot of people that are asking me to, to 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 bring it back just a wee bit so that their wee ones can watch the show. And I understand, and I think it's important that we educate the young and how important it is to be involved in politics because uh, not being involved in politics is how we get where we are now. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I've been combing through these and trying to keep up with what's going on in, in, in the current news deboggly. All right, so now we, we, you know, we see a lot of people trying to do away with a lot of checks and balances within our system that are specifically placed there, specifically placed there to make sure that the Republican Party or the Democratic Party don't get too much power. That's, that's their specific purpose that they serve, okay? And we see them doing what? Trying to do away with them. Things like the filibuster that's supposed to force a debate, uh, and a compromise things like packing the supreme court okay which is which is supposed to decide if a, if the law is constitutional or not okay these aren't accidental moves these are very strategic moves all right now i saw a very strategic move from cnn while i was combing through these thousands of emails and the story made me so mad Oh, hello there, Eric. Oh, he crept right in. I didn't even see him pop up there. Welcome to the campfire, sir. I just got done over at Doc G's show. Um, you know, I had an interesting conversation with him, um, and I let him know if, that he's welcome to come and check you out. Yeah, for sure. Anytime. Anyone's welcome. We love the more people at the campfire, the more perspective we have. Exactly. And, I, and I'm sure he would also give you an invitation to come in to his show as well. For sure. I love dropping into people's shows. Sometimes I can be a little bit ornery, but I wouldn't be the dark bear if that wasn't the case, right? 
So I saw this story from CNN that made me just start punching myself in the face and I swelled up one of my eyes and now it's even harder to read the emails and I'm going to tell you what the story was, Senator, so you can punch yourself in the face too. Let's see if you caught on to the part that really pissed me off. So CNN saying that Donald Trump is egging on his followers saying he could be reinstated by, I think it was August. All right. So what well, how the fuck is he doing that? Isn't he banned on every major fucking platform? Like, if you even put his voice on your platform, boom, you're gone. Yeah. Well, I don't know. He was doing that for a good chunk of time. Like, if you even had clips of him, of his voice, they use it as the same justification of, oh, well, you can't have somebody on our platform that's banned. That's against the rules. So my question is, is, and, and so I was like, all right, well, maybe, maybe just maybe he's found a platform where he's talking out and stuff. So I started doing some research and I'm like, well, where did they come up with this? You know, where did this story, where did this story come from? Okay. And come to find out, uh, it was, oh gosh, what is her name? Maggie Haberman. And uh, that was their research. What, that They just trusted Maggie Hogerman's tweet on that. And then they brought her on the show. And they never asked her, well, where did, where did you come up with this information? They never asked her, you know, well, where's your sources? Who, who, how, wh did you have a dream? Did you make this up? They, they never asked her any of these things. They, they just went right into the meat of the story. And my thought process in the matter is just simply one thing, is where did this come from? Because I follow Trump pretty closely, and I haven't seen or heard of him say anything like that. And I'm not saying it's not possible, but I'd, I'd really deeply like to know um, wh where this came from. I know he is kind of still, like, he is still out there. He's trying to say stuff through other people. But even that, he knows he has to be careful with. Well, yeah, they've got the scythe out and they're hunting. That's been made very clear for the last four years. I'd seen something earlier that him and Pence are not getting along, which I agree with that because Pence pretty much fucked him in the ass right near the end. Well, you know, he needed those pieces of silver. Like he he needed his support and Pence was like no, nah. yeah. like he let him down and that that was disgusting. Absolutely well, you know, disgusting. That's how most cowards are. They're disgusting people. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm not gonna pull any punches just to save somebody's feelings. It just is what it is. It's just like you know. Oh well, if you have a dick, you're a man. Sorry, but if you wanted to be a woman, you just lost the draw of the cards, my friend. <laughs> Uh, so I, I watched a little bit on some Candace Owens, you know how much I love her. She's talking about how critical race theory is, uh, you know, systematically turning our children into hate carrying racist. And, uh, I, I agree. I mean, that's basically what critical race theory is right now. They're having people and they're having kids in New York go around and tell other kids how guilty they are because they're white and how bad it makes them feel. Oh no, it makes you feel bad. 
you're a fat, you're a racist. No, they're kids. Kids don't know what racist. Yeah, kids don't know no. Listen, kids don't give a shit about that kind of stuff, you know, unless the parents are racist pieces of trash. And then they do. They they learn it. But normally kids that are raised in a good household and stuff, they don't they don't they don't care. Uh, they, they all all the kids see is, hey, another playmate. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, he's got the Tonka truck that I like. I'm gonna go play with that Tonka truck. I mean, they don't care. You know, it's just it's just like all that nonsense that came up with uh, SpongeBob. You know, the creator said, you know, SpongeBob isn't gay. He's just a, a sponge. He's just a cartoon character. He's he's just meant to be fun. And uh, as soon as he died, Nickelodeon was like, "Oh, SpongeBob's gay." I don't. I, I, I agree with Elgato. Ask a question: Who wants Donald Trump to become president again? Yes. Yeah, they'll, I mean, never, I, they'll never allow it. I don't like, think. I don't. I don't. You know, I think that there's a lot better people out there that could have been president than Donald Trump. I think that between Donald Trump and Joe Biden, definitely Donald Trump. I'd much rather do go with a patriot than somebody who's on China's payroll. I mean, for sure. I mean, that should have been an immediate warning sign to anyone when when a communist leader came out and said, "Oh, we like Joe Biden." <laughs> He's our favorite. <laughs> oh, yeah. That should have we been had, fucking... We've always admitted, like, Trump, it wasn't the best president. But he did... He tried to do everything he said, even how much they pushed back against him. I like... Because like he treated America like it needed to be treated. Like I a like fucking... Business. And he is a businessman. He's a very rich, powerful, successful businessman. He like treated America... Like it needed to be. Yeah. I like to look at Donald Trump kind of like Batman in that one scene, you know, where he's like, I'm not the hero that Gotham deserves. I'm the hero Gotham needs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Trump was, he. are there better people out there in America that could probably be a way better president? I, I almost guarantee it. There, there are a lot of people that I imagine could be a better president, but those people aren't running for president. Those people don't run for political office. See, that's the problem with the people who are going to be good with the system is normally they are what's referred to as a reluctant leader. You know what I'm saying here, Senator? Because you were talking to me about that, and you try to compare it to King Arthur. And sword in the stone, you were like Dark Bear. Uh, when when he pulled the sword from the stone, he didn't want to become king because he knew that it would be a huge pain in the ass. But mm -hmm. he, but the people wanted him to be king because they because they knew he didn't want to be king. It was complicated. You explain it. You do it better than me. <laughs> well, it was kind of the same. It was the same thing. Yeah, with Arthur. Arthur didn't really intend to be king, and it was kind of the same with like George Washington here. If anybody ever looked up the actual history of George Washington, he didn't want to be the first president. He only did it because at the time, they kind of, not only did they goad him into it, but he saw no one else that would really take it up. So he said, fine, I'll do it. Yeah. I don't want to, but I will. Well, you know, I don't know if you know this, but uh, historically speaking, Washington, when his terms were up, the people 
asked him, they said, hey, you know what? You're doing such a great job and we like you so much. You just go ahead and, and, and become king of America. This is no joke, man. And George Washington could have done that. And he said, no, you know, that's not what we just got done fighting for. Uh, you know, it basically goes against everything that we just broke away from the crown for. So I'm going to pass. And then he went back to being a farmer. Hmm. The historical documentation on him is he was a very humble man. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is, is we have forgotten that we don't necessarily want to elect leaders because that's what they are very quickly becoming because leaders rule over people. Representatives represent people. And normally so the answer to the and normally the people no 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 Elgato you 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 misunderstand man. What we're saying is is that the people like George Washington, okay, when he was president he could have been president like king of america they want the american people wanted to give him that role they wanted him yeah. to assume that power and he said no i don't that's not what we fought the war for i'm gonna step down you guys need to elect somebody else it needs and 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 it went on that way okay and yeah. what and that's, that's what we're we're getting at here. Yeah, they like it, they wanted him to stay president, but he stepped down and said, "No, there needs to be a limit." That's the whole reason we just fought this entire revolution is not to fall under another monarchy type rule where it's just one person at the top. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's why we have that's why we have so many branches of government that are supposed to be independent branches of government so that they can hold other branches of government accountable. All right. But back in the day, back in the day, that started to become a lesser thing and they started working with one another. Now don't get me wrong, I think that government entities should work together for the betterment of the country as far as keeping us safe from from foreign and domestic threats okay but that's not the only way they work together anymore and and it's become blatantly obvious that's a part i think of a couple of our military's credos yeah protect, protect their civilians from all entity all threats foreign and domestic and now we've seen that when it comes to people like Hillary Clinton, the FBI will call and say, hey, put a pot of tea on. We're on our way over. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And then when it comes to people like Rudy Giuliani, we'll get the 5 a.m. door bash in. You know, so, I mean, I... Uh, I just don't I just don't understand how people don't see it's it's becoming very the scale is no longer balanced now it's starting to lean very heavily to one side. You know Elgato, uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but the FBI was actually going to be demolished uh, right before JFK got shot. <laughs> 
and ironically, it's because he said that the FBI no longer worked for the interests of the people, that they were working for a shadow government. Mm-hmm. That's why he got shot. Right there. Correct. Because, you know, he, he was going to expose, like, a lot of the hidden groups. Mm-hmm. And and I think he was also exploring shutting down the Federal Reserve Bank because I think he also recognized that um, entity was up to no good either. Yeah. Because the the thing is is um, if you Reserve's not even a government bank. Exactly. Actually, um, I mean, it's just like it, it, okay. It's a private entity that that the government helped establish. Yeah. But it is a private entity nonetheless. Yeah. And, um, you know, and the reason why we have a Federal Reserve Bank is because if you've looked at our national debt, they, the media would rather you believe it's somewhere around $30 tr trillion if it's not already approaching $40 trillion right about now. But, but, but there are going to be people who will t tell you that that 30 to $40 trillion amount is not an accurate number. And it would have to be somewhere well over $100 trillion to $120 trillion. Hell, it could already be. Um, right around 200 trillion right about now oh i believe it you know uh, we we talk and, about all that government wasteful spending and they oh yeah lie, they lie about and, and the reason the reason why the, the the national debt is that that 200 trillion figure is you know it, with that 30 trillion they like to report that's not factoring in the the so-called interest that accrues over time and the unfunded liabilities um, and uh, if, if we were 100% were debt-free, you know, we would not need a Federal Reserve Bank. That's right. You know, I think... And, um, and, and it's funny how, you know, when Paul Ryan was Romney's vice presidential running mate back in 2012, um, you know, he, he alluded to the fact that, you know, ignoring our national debt crisis is a national security nightmare waiting to happen if we can't get it under control. And, um, and and this is also the same Paul Ryan who talked about something that we oftentimes talk about on, on the podcast shows, that, that our elected officials are more worried about the next election cycle than they are the next generation of America. And, and even slightly serious, having a, a congressman friend who says that, that their real job is not, not to serve the best interests of the constituents. It's basically to raise money for their, for their parties, you know, hence the terms like getting your coffers filled and paying your dues. Yeah. It's it's all and and ultimately the money revolves around power. That's how they and that's right, Victor. Because we're, we're basically just a number to them. That's right. Because because to them, when they're controlling the masses, the best way to control a massive amount of people is to control just a few things in their day to day lives: water, food, shelter. Mm -hmm. Those those three things. If you can control how much and the quality of those three things that somebody can get, depending on how much work input they put out, then you control literally everything they do on a day-to-day -day basis. Whether they go to the bar at night and have a drink with their friends, whether they can mm -hmm. afford to go on vacation once a year or ever. Uh-huh. Right. You you control every aspect of their life on whether or not they can afford internet or not. And, and 
I think that that's a very, very dangerous aspect. I think that the, the whole mask your face thing, to be honest, was a test run to see how many people are compliant with just listening. That's exactly to what, what it was. With, well, they don't want unity. They want conformity, much like they don't want transparency. They only want opacity. Exactly. They don't you know, and, and, with, and with our debt and us being like a number to the United States government in terms of our debt, you know, I know China owns probably the biggest majority of U.S. debts, not all of it, because you, you also have to look at places like Venezuela and Russia and, and Arab Muslim countries in the Middle East, you know, countries that don't have our best interests in mind, and we're still steadily borrowing money from them. Yeah. Well, you, well not just that, but I mean, here's, here's a perfect... Here's a perfect and, and, and we don't have gold to, like, back our currency because this year is... It's all you know, fake. Years, you know, because it, it, because we were taking off the gold standard. Yeah, well, now we. Now and they're trying to crash the cryptocurrency markets as we speak. Oh well, they're doing that very successfully. I mean, they're not trying to do when they. You'll notice when the when the liberal party sets out to do something, it's a uh, pretty rare that they don't succeed in their task, and it's because they don't play by the same rules as the Republican Party. The Republican Party likes to play by the rules for the most part because they know the rules serve a purpose okay the liberal party and the democratic party of now they don't give a fuck about the rules all they give a fuck about is the agenda the end goal and my then, vote is we get them all out just you know go over there and say okay you know what obviously none of you guys know what you're doing you're out of here just you know I'm starting new. well you know I and that's my we, own statement nobody else's <laughs> I think we have some representatives that that are true representatives. Are they perfect? No, I don't think they're perfect by any. Well, no one's perfect, but, but yeah. But I, I, you know, and then probably when they're going in there, then they're they're probably like on day one or like, okay, what did I just get myself into? Because yeah, because they 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 see they 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 witness firsthand that it's all a big shit show. Exactly. Yeah. You know. I watch a lot of these. Uh, it's all theater, ladies and gentlemen. It is theater. It's all, and that's what we like to to point out. Well, um, tune in tomorrow for the continuing story. Exactly. Because they always yeah. give you just enough to get you real good and pissed off and stressed out. Yeah. <laughs> get you real good and mad so that you can go to the water cooler the next day with with your coworkers. Uh -huh. And, and punch each other in the guts. But these people, they're not doing that at, at, the, at, at the water cooler. You'll notice that they're doing all this, all this gender-neutral yep. terminology, but they're still using words like congressman and congresswoman. Yep. That's not by accident. These people aren't stupid. It's quite on purpose, you know. I'm digging through these emails, and more and more and more, I find where Fauci is set telling people that he personally knows. Ah, uh, don't worry. And you're hearing me playing the "Search for Tomorrow" theme song in the background, but I'm probably gonna switch it to the General Hospital closing song here in a minute. <laughs> you know, like give people an idea of what we're talking about. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's 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 all just again. Mm -hmm. It's an illusion. The illusion of choice keeps you. I mean, that's just how it is. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and here's here's what I truly find 
really amazing about it, okay, is not only can you see right there in his emails where he says, oh, well, the masks don't really work. They're just more for comfort than they are for anything. Hold okay. on. Um, I, I, if you're not reading the chat, actually, I have to say something. For, oh, okay. oh, God. Okay, that's like what Victor said. That's actually true. During the Civil Rights Movement, the Democrats were opposed to it. That is Any true. legislation that's ever happened, the Civil Rights Movement, the Emancipation Proclamation, anything like that that's actually been... Opposed by the Democratic Party. FK, JFK now, on the other hand, he dealt with civil rights movements the right way, and the Democratic yeah, Party were, hated him. by Democrats, not the Republicans. Like, after... What it was the Republicans that inflicted Jim Crow laws and the segregation shit. It was After the Lincoln got assassinated, his vice president was a Democrat and was the one that inflicted Jim Jim Crow laws. The Republicans have always been for civil rights and making everybody equal. It's the Democrats are the ones that have been constantly. That's history. You can. You can look that up, and that's history, Elgato. That is the truth. Yeah. JFK was a Democrat, and he handled civil rights things amazingly, but his party did not back him on his civil rights movements at all. They actually strictly oh, yeah. opposed him on those movements. The Republicans have also supported gay rights, too. Like, they, I know the media loved to lambast Trump and say he was against gay people. Gay people of any president that we've ever elected. Like, yeah. I think what the past past couple of Republican ones have been just fine with it. Ever maybe Bush? I don't know. I don't. I think. Like, I, I think. You know, listening to You got to look these things up, Elgato. I know his head. His head. I guarantee you, right now, his head is about ready to implode. He's just going, "What? What? That can't be right." It is. I, I, I promise you, we, we wouldn't come on here and lie to you. Try and pull them off as squeaky clean. Like, how do people not know these fuckers' history? Like the pure and simplest ones. The Democrats are the ones that started the KKK, the number one but, mob that has killed black people in America. Just, but it wasn't Republican. Well, and they're staunch supporters of the Planned Parenthood. I mean, and and I know that you know, you know what's her face. She was on yet yesterday, and she talked about Margaret Sanger and the whole uh, and that one project. Yeah, yeah. You know uh, the Tuskegee Project. Yes. Here's the yeah the Tuskegee Project. Yeah, I remember uh, Miss Lady Bomber. Yeah, that's her. Yeah. Yeah, and, boy, and our government did do that stuff. Southern I'm black you. Democrat for some reason. You know, here's the thing: is my dad was right. Democrats, oh. the, the tyrannical parts of the Democratic Party, they rely on people's ignorance to push their agenda forward. They don't want you yep. to know history. They don't want you to be able to tell where things are going. It's just like they didn't deny that Biden was a racist because they know they can't. They just changed the topic. Yeah. I mean, well, what, you know, 
People got to remember, ignorance is deadly. You know, not ignorance is bliss. Right. Justice Warrior right, right here is a hundred percent correct, and I and I have said this exact quote in the woods at the campfire before. The mm -hmm. two-party system is rigged. It's two wings of the same bird, and he's oh, yeah. correct. It's all smoke and mirrors. They used to the government represented and reflected the people because we held people accountable and people were afraid that if they didn't do their fucking jobs right, their asses were going to be thrown in prison. for That's asses. the key word, accountability, right there. No one is held accountable for anything. That's right. Uh, you know? You know, you know, you know, you even know why citizens. You know why powerful people do good things? Because they know if they don't, all the weaker people are going to get pissed off. That's that's what happens over in China. You'll notice every now and then, people in China will notice that they're being oppressed, and they'll they'll start getting rambunctious and worked up. And then China will will do some crazy shit and be like, "Oh, look at this terrible thing that's happening over here. Change the subject. Oh, look at how much we take care of everybody." And then all those people that have woken up temporarily, and they're out there protesting. Well, they just get the ever loving shit beat out of them. They're taught a real good lesson. Yep, but we don't you see that. that. You <laughs> say that, but then you vote Republican. Well, if you weigh, like, yeah, the two-party system is rigged, but at the same time, you know how actually hard it is to get a third party in to the oh, voting yeah. system now? Oh, yeah. I always write in my vote. Yeah. Well, you know, I know a lot of your third parties have, and, and a lot of states are, you know, are, are shut out because of restrictive, like, ballot access laws. And, um, and 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 I think a lot of it has to do with that two-party monopoly that's in place. Yeah, I agree. I agree. They they smash out anyone who's not part of their game by making them look and seem foolish, like they don't know what they're talking about. And and when they do this, they just wind up those mainstream media machines that we talk about all the time, and they just crush those people down into oblivion. You know, Bernie Sanders. I don't much care for the guy. He's a nice guy. He's a good human being. Don't get me wrong, but I don't like his politics. And uh, well, he's a sellout. And well, and that's kind of how I look at it. Is not only that, but you know, Hillary Clinton and the Democratic Party just came right out and said, "Oh yeah, Bernie should have been in that running spot, but we wanted Hillary there, so we did what we wanted." Um. Yeah, yeah, they they paid Bernie very handsomely to drop out, not not once but twice. Yeah, mm. you know, and like I said, I like Bernie Sanders as a person. He seems like a nice guy. I don't think that you know he's. A, it's just his politics, is what it is. Just, yeah, it's just his politics. You know, I look at Bernie Sanders <laughs> kind of like I look at the high school class president that gets up there and tells you, oh, well, if you like me for president, we're going to extend recess by an hour and a half, and we're going to have pizza every other day on the lunch line. And then you vote for him, and then he gets in there. And then the very first day, he tells you, oh, you remember all that shit I told you? Come to find out, I can't do it. But I'm still class president. Yep. <laughs> but, you know, that, that, that they're good at, you know, making promises and, and people believe them and they vote them in. And then when they're in there, they go back on their promises and, um, and then come reelection time, it, they, they're giving you the whole nonsense of, are you better off now than you were two years ago, four years ago, or six years ago? And, and, and then, and then the same voters that vote them in who, um, you know, got slapped in, in the facing, you know, and, and kicked to the curb and thrown under the bus. They, um, 
you know, it, it's like they go back to the polls and say, let's just keep them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, I mean, let's, let's, let's dissect it. You know, we have, uh, the ability to pull people out of office. I can't think of the technical term, but to recall. Impeach. Or expel. Or to expel. Yeah, yeah, okay. So we have that ability to do to all the way down to the local level. All right. Now, we have people on local levels that should be held accountable for atrocious things. Perfect example, Maxine Waters and literally trying to start a riot. Literally flew somewhere else requested a private security team to go up there on taxpayers dollars specifically to start a riot got her on camera trying to do it why don't we just slap some nice bracelets on her we can get some that's got a little rubber padding i'm i'm sure her risks are dainty and 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 delight we just parade her ass right up into a court and try her. The Republican Party is the party of diversity and everything. Then why is 90% of white males or white females in office and opposed to the Democrats, which are 75 white males and females and the rest is diverse? You're not, I'd hate to tell you this. You're going you to get You don't hire people to do a job based on their skin color. That's stupid. That's ignorant. And to be honest, it's really fucking racist. It's not even not even beat the bush. It's fucking racist. We elect people based on what they do, what they want to do, especially with president and your elected officials. You elect them. Since Elgato is so talkative, let me ask him a question real quick. Elgato, are you one of those guys that like to say you didn't vote for Joe Biden? You just voted against Donald Trump. Are you one of them people that like to use that kind of logic? Because you're making me really scratch my head right now, bud. You want to come in here and talk politics with us, but you're so poorly informed that it's starting to kind of worry me a little bit. Are you in the fog? He is in the fog, I think. Fought with on stereo. Are you one of these people that think Nazi Germany is a myth? Because if so, man, you're so deep, I can't help you, man. I, I, I don't know what to do. That brings me up. I actually have a simple question I can ask you, Elgato. I'll, I'll see if you know this important little piece of history. Do you know what the Nazi Party's actual affiliation was? I do. Like I do. what their actual political leanings were? Um, so we'll wait for him to Google that real quick so he can tell you. <laughs> I think the uh, best search engine to be using over Google or Yahoo is DuckDuckGo. I use yeah. DuckDuckGo quite a bit. I like them. You know, uh, I think I think that a lot of people. Actually, I don't think the bad people when they're actually, Democrats. Actually, I'm going to I'm going to give you a nice piece of history because I I like World War II history. World War II history is very interesting. They weren't Depression. really Democrats right, since the Democratic Party nowadays is basically socialists. The original name of the Nazi Party was the German Socialist Working Party. That's right. It was built on the fact of trying to take power and redistribute it amongst the workers, taking it from the government. What does that sound like? Strange. Kind of sounds like exactly what the 
current brand of Democrats are pushing for as they push for more radical socialist agendas while branding Republicans as Nazis, even though they themselves are currently using I have to admit that I really like Elgato's uh, avatar because yeah, because when, when he when he's talking about history that he clearly apparently doesn't know or chooses not to know, I should more accurately say, or talking politics about things that he either doesn't know or chooses to ignore. Um, I like to vision people when we informed them with that face, <laughs> like, oh, he just popped my Disney bubble. And I'm like, yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. Welcome to reality, Elgato. It's a loud and scary place. But don't worry, you can come over here and cuddle up next to the dark bear. The fire is This is true. Get it right on the head. They accuse their enemies of what they are guilty of. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. So, well, you know... That brings me back around to that CNN story that we were talking about, okay, where they're saying that Trump is is telling his followers that he, he's going to be reinstated in August, okay? Well, clearly he's not on any mega social media platforms. They're not giving any kind of reference of where they're getting this knowledge from, okay? And so what I think is happening is, is I think maybe we're seeing maybe those rumors about a special operation where they're purging all of the corruption from the government. I know it sounds like a movie and I hope that it's true, but we can't just rely on whispers on the wind. We have to react ourselves. And guess what? If that happens, great. We have reinforcements, but we, the people, we have to step up to the plate and say, okay, we see what's going on. We see this propaganda. We see this division you're pushing, and we're done. We're done with it. If Joe Biden had won the election free and clear, why did they brace for riots in all 51 states that absolutely love him? Crap, I can't Let's see. We got some. We got some things here in the chat. Uh, yep. Uh, Victor says, "Yep, they still have a party here called the People's National Workers Party." That's true. Uh, yep. Justice Warrior sent one at you, uh, Center, and it says they accuse their enemies of what they're guilty of. I agree. Um, I love you guys, but it's like I'm in bizarre world now. I hate to break your bubble, dude, but this is reality. Yeah, this, this is reality. You were you were in bizarre world before, my friend. The Democrats are fucking liars. They've always been liars. Just look back in history during the the fifties, the sixties, and the seventies. The hardest opponents of anything when it came to civil rights, Democrats. We literally had the first Republican president shot in the head because he opposed. Democratic views on slavery. That's they true. literally fucking killed him. Like. I think accountability should become this year's word. If we want to change how our political system treats the mainstream masses, if we want to change us always being broke, never being able to afford to do anything with our kids and our loved ones, 
always having to bicker over politics and stupid shit like that. Well, it's real simple how we change it. Accountability. Yeah, I agree, Elgato. The parties did flip at one point. They flipped a couple times, but ultimately here's the problem is there are more people in both parties that want big government to do good than there are people in both parties that want America as a whole to do good. And that's the issue is now we have people in both parties that some people think, oh, well, the government should rule over the people. And there are, there are a lot of those people. And then there are fewer people that think, oh, well, the government should play a limited role in people's day-to-day -day lives. People should self-govern for the most part. Like there are people out there in the world that think, oh, well, if you want to wear a mask, great. You wear a mask. You, I probably don't want to see most of your face. But then there are people in the world like me. They're like, I'm not going to wear a fucking mask and you can't make me. That's my choice. I'm not afraid of the coronavirus. And you know what? If I get the coronavirus and I get sick and die, I guess you can stand over my grave and go, ha, 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 I told you so, dark bear. But as up to now, I'm still pretty healthy, still smoking my cigarettes and my fire leaf. Let's see here. Um, Justice Warrior says, guillotine the satanical bastards before our heads roll. <laughs> uh, he also says the U.S. and Canada was the last place to stand, and now we've been taken over, sold to China. You know... I, uh, I, am, I pretty much agree with Justice Truth right there. We've talked about it, uh, Center, you and I, about, and we've also talked about it with people all around the world, from Australia to, to Ireland to the UK, uh, all around the world, and they all pretty much have the same thing, and they tell me the same thing. Whatever you do, do not give up your guns. America is the last stand for freedom. If you guys give up your guns, we are all fucked. Yeah. Everyone, get oh, thank you, Justice Warrior. I understand, mean, I mean, understand that, but you understand that the parties flipped at one point. They did, but that was what early eighteen hundreds. I believe that too, Justice Warrior. I've, I've, I predicted that uh, when Biden came into office. Shortly after he came into office, there, there uh, was a bill called HR. What was what was that bill? Let me go look at my notes. Do you remember the bill's number center that we, we discussed a while back in the dark woods uh, about the firearms that they, they were introducing right as soon as all those huge mass amount of mass shootings started cropping up in the uh, in the mainstream media news right after the elections. Do you remember the name of that? Oh, uh, I know what one you're talking about. I'm flipping through my notes. When, like, grocery store shooting and stuff happened. Like, there was, like, a mass shooting, like, every single day for, like, a week. And then yeah, magically yeah. they stopped, and you never heard of it. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Yeah, you know, I, I have to say this. It's, it's really convenient, most of these mass shooters and these crazy people nowadays. They're uh, kind of democratic. Is. They're not really Republicans if you get my drift. So I got the bill's number. The name of the bill 
is HR 127. And uh, last time I checked, it was on its way to the house. And it makes owning a gun just an absolute fucking nightmare. Uh, and and I, I, I do believe that they're getting ready and geared up to make a massive gun grab. They're priming the public for it. They've already got their, their side all riled up. They've already painted every Trump supporter as a domestic terrorist. They've said that. Point blank on the news. There's a reason they're choosing these words. Capital riots were worse than 9-11. 2,000 people dying because terrorists flew airplanes into a building is worse than some people walking between the velvet ropes. That's right. That's right. They won't even acknowledge how bad the BLM and Antifa riots get, but boy, they'll, they'll pop a fucking fence up around the Capitol in a goddamn heartbeat, won't they? Mm-hmm. They told us, they told us, they said, we won't destroy you from the outside. We'll destroy you from the inside. And what they're doing is they're trying to use a dark bear tactic. They're walking around to the back of America and they're picking up our tail and putting it in our own mouth and watching us consume ourselves. And at this point where we are is where we have to make the decision because the tail's in our mouth. And we have to make decision. Are we going to spit it out and start to start to deal with the corruption that's within our system right now? Or are we just going to start eating ourselves until there's nothing left? Hello there, Spicoli. Welcome to the campfire, hey. sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you for having me. What you said just now, they're like eating you out from the inside and the outside. You know, they'll come... However they want. They're like a bunch of fucking hemorrhoids, you know? Well, you know, this is kinda this is kinda how I look at it. This is how it was pointed out to me. If the government gives so much care about your health that they're willing to give you a free vaccine, then why aren't they helping all these people that need insulin injections on a daily basis? Why aren't they helping all these other folks that need all this life giving medicine that can't afford it? Well, it's real simple. You and I both know they don't give a fuck. That, that's right, because actually they don't care. There's something in this vaccine that benefits them in some way with you taking it. And there's been plenty yeah. of examples of people like Bill Gates and, and, and uh, numerous other very powerful people in the world that say the world is too overpopulated and we need to bring the, the, the population count down. True. And, and you can quote Bill Gates in saying that if we use vaccines just right, we can bring the population down rapidly. Yet people are still just running out and getting this vaccination. Now we have now we have a part. This is what really gets me is some places they're starting to offer like uh, Center, what was it you said they were doing? Like lotteries for getting the the poke? Oh, yeah, they were giving out. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Basically, yeah, they were doing something like a lottery. Think about that. I've seen everything. I've seen cash incentives to go get the poke. I've seen you can get some free beer, 
you get a donut, you get a burger. What there was like to offer you like fifty bucks, a hundred bucks to get free beer. Uh, I think one place I heard of, I'm not sure if it's actually true, was like if it's a state that's legal with weed, they'll give you a fucking joint. Like they're they're literally just bribing people to do it now at this point. I ain't never seen the government yeah. so incentivized yeah. to get somebody to do something before. And if you bribe the government now, you go to jail. But they can bribe you with a bunch of illegal shit, and it's okay. How many double standards can we fucking with you know withstand? And uh, there was another comment you made earlier with the uh, being on the right or left, you know, right, Republican or Democrat. Why don't the fuck, why can't we just be Americans? Yeah. What I've, I've always said, I'm American. I don't pick a party. I don't do either or. I'm an American. Exactly. You know, and that's the thing is they want division. They want us squabbling. Oh, yeah. you, gotta, you have to have a fight. You got to yeah. have a war going on. You always have to have some you know when, bullshit to make money. You know when power shifts the most easily, Spicoli? What's that? In times of war. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to... Yes, absolutely. That's why in America, we have a law, actually, that states if America is in an active war, we can't change leaders. Because we don't want somebody brand new to this, this situation coming in and fucking this war all up. <laughs> Are you serious? During, I'm well, dead it happened. I mean, once they 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 killed JFK. I mean, he was killed. But let's say right now, uh, Biden's a fucking. Well, we're not in a legal war right now. Let's let's go back into history and say. Uh, hey, fuck Roosevelt. And at the time, check it out. At the time, the Vietnam War was not a war. It was a police action. To begin with, well, the whole time it was, it was, that's what it was called. Oh, uh, come on, lady, let me in. Don't be the only crazy lady. There we go. There's two of y'all. Just as people are waking up, cue the war. Exactly. Now people are starting to ask questions. People are starting to use critical thinking. You know, yesterday, I use a perfect example of why and how they are censoring the thought of critical thinking. Because that will allow you to determine to see through the static fog that they create. And I made a post that said, if you want to see who rules over you, simply look at who you're not allowed to criticize. And then it said, Voltaire at the bottom, quoting it. Instagram removed the post censored it and then said this is not Voltaire did not save it and that's why we took it down I said okay so I reposted it and I removed the Voltaire <laughs> so then it's just a saying and oh, they still censored you, you, you reposted it for real yeah I for real re it's on my Instagram alright man go ahead on <laughs> it's on my Instagram Fuck and yeah. guess what within a minute Fuck. they had re-censored it again because <laughs> they're on to you now they don't they know that I'm not yeah. trying to push a political agenda I'm pushing critical thinking 
It's a fucking conversation, man. He's not. You're not fucking over here throwing brown shirts on people going out busting no, windows for having a conversation. Those powers that be do not want people that can critically and logically think at the same time. That's it. Why do you think they want you to be so emotional all the time? Because when you're emotional, you're easy to control. Yep. In any survival magazine that you that you read, you know, like survival handbook or whatever, you know, step one is do not panic, gain control of all your emotional, you know, self. That's right. And, and breathe. Emotions lead to irrational action you'll notice that normally the people that when when bad oh. things are going on the person people listen to normally is the person who has the calmest response because they immediately think oh this person knows what they're dealing with oh fuck. um the point that crazy lady hit right on the head um george carlin said it best too they don't want a population of citizens capable of critical thinking they don't want well-informed well-educated people capable of critical thinking. They're not interested in that. That doesn't help them. That's against their interest. That's right. You know something? They don't want people who are smart enough to sit around the kitchen table and figure out how badly they're getting fucked by a system that threw them overboard 30 fucking years ago. They don't want that. You know what they want? They want obedient workers. Obedient right. workers. People who are just smart enough to run the machine. Yeah, th that's an excerpt of a, of a YouTube video that's five minutes long that 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 talks about the reason education sucks in America. Carlin hit it dead on the head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, George Carlin was years ahead of his time, believe it or not. Similar to how, say, like Joan Rivers or, or any other comedian who wasn't afraid to be politically incorrect, you know, weren't afraid to tell it like it is. Rolling and tearing into these fuckers nowadays. Absolutely tearing apart. Ah. Um and um. You know, and if and if it was Andrew Dice Clay, he, you know, he would he'd probably like like that time he did the CNN interview. He told the CNN host to go fuck himself. <laughs> and when and when and and of course when Andrew Dice Clay did like the Jesus effing Christ expletive in that interview, you could hear an audible gasp coming from the CNN newsroom. Yeah. Like um, like you can't say that. <laughs> Well, you know, that's the thing, is, is these people are so accustomed to being able to tell people what they can and can't say. They think that if they convince enough people of a lie, that it becomes the truth. If they right. convince enough people something is moral, then instead of being immoral, it becomes moral. And that's not the way it works. Morality doesn't change because of culture. Killing babies will always be killing babies and will always be bad. No matter how you phrase it, no matter how many people think it's okay. Racism will always be bad, no matter what you name it. No matter if you Well, you're gonna have douchebags in society no matter what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter where you go, you'll always have your assholes. They exist everywhere. Don't give me Without call. assholes you wouldn't need guns. Speaking of guns, something interesting I noticed. Uh, while I was doing a little bit of research this morning. So all the defund the police movement and all that, well, as thought of, you know, when you demonize cops, uh, cops, you know, started resigning. They started applying for uh, 
for their leave and whatnot. Yeah. And now they're having trouble finding cops. And so because of that, you know, now crime is on the rise because now criminals know that there's not going to be near as yeah. a, a, a penalty. Well, you know, and the people pushing this whole defund the police agenda and and, and singing to the tune of F the police, um, you know, they're going to really be singing a different tune when they, they, they need the police in their hour of need. Yeah. Who are they going to call, Eric? Nine, one, well, one. There's, they're certainly not going to call Ghostbusters. <laughs> That's right. They show up after the deed is done, right? I ain't afraid of no ghost. That's right. They, they, they show up after the murder so that they can deal with your vengeful spirit. <laughs> That's, that's when you call the Ghostbusters, is after you've been killed in an Antifa riot and you're real pissed off about it because you realized, oh, I called 911 and I paid tag dollars for police, but they never came. They never came. But that's, you know, Victor's right right there. Victor says, but the people in charge, they're just going to call their private, privately hired security guards. And he's right. Because they're not taking away the guns from their security guards. They're taking away the guns from you and I. They're not. Nancy Pelosi doesn't. She Did she fine herself for not wearing a mask in that fucking salon? Nope. But she fined the shit out of those fucking senators and, and Senate women that showed up without their masks to Congress, didn't they? Did she? And if I remember, it was a pretty good chunk of change that she signed them, that she, that she fined them for him, basically. The Nancy thought process. Like, like the fucking, the rat you always saw in school, the teacher's pet that would, they're doing something wrong. That's Nancy Pelosi right there. You know, oh, the same Nancy Pelosi who was like, thank you, George Floyd. And then, <laughs> I mean, talk about beyond despicable. <laughs> She almost she did. That. She didn't say thank you, did she? Yes, she did. Oh, believe it or not. not. No. no. She, no. Yes. yes. Fuck no. That bitch did not say thank you, George Floyd. Um, hey, look it up on YouTube and see. Yeah. Man. She looked up at the sky and she almost Holy said thank you, God, fuck. but she stopped herself and went, thank you, George Floyd. And I was like, Wow. You know who Nancy wow. reminds me of? Did any of you ever see the great mouse detective when we were younger? Well, say say that the name I of remember that movie. The great mouse detective? There's the bad guy in that movie. He's a rat with a whole bunch of sharp teeth. That's who Nancy Pelosi reminds me of. I, I don't know. But that all those years fucking in, in college and education and being in the Senate and then to fucking put both feet in her fucking mouth. You ignorant motherfucker. You know, this is what it boils down to. You got a lot of background noise, McCauley. Oh, yeah, I'm driving. It's fucked up, man. Let me pause. My fault. Excuse me. Thanks for saying something. Uh... 
Spicoli's got a whirlwind around him here at the yeah, campfire. Like he's got a mad Pidgeotto that follows him around and hits him with a whirlwind all the time. Fucking flash flood warning and tornado <laughs> warning. So I'm trying to get home. Oh, that's all right. You know, probably I, the word of advice right. is to mute when you're not talking. There you that, go. That way, and, you're not having too much background noise, especially. You, you don't get a lot of that. Like a lot of like listener feedback saying, um, you know that that you had too much listener had too much background noise, you know, because you want it to look and sound as professional as possible. That's right. That's right. We do good work around here in the dark woods. And Eric, Eric, he, he's on the ball. Let me tell. Hey, Eric, um, we're we're here at about an hour mark. We're well, and you know, Ralph's right. a real stickler about you know callers needing to mute their mics. Would uh you would you do your your show thing since we're about halfway through here? We'll do another. Well, one in here. in case in case you missed it, um, Doc G um is a good good podcast show. So, you know, definitely check out some of his previously published shows along with with today's chit chat with the old man show. And of course, John Devito didn't go on at eleven thirty a.m. today, unfortunately, because he had some kind of and he came on way early. And of course, I couldn't really get up early enough for him or. Or to help Freedom Warrior with an experiment, but but I think me and Freedom Warrior might try try something over the the weekend if you know if we're not too busy, and um, also be on lookout for Cummings' culture should he do a surprise you know live cast, and also be on lookout for and also be on lookout for you know Slacker eighty two Alpha who recently just returned after a six month hiatus. Um, you know he's got some great shows and. Um, the slightly serious show will be on live tonight at 9:30 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, oh my god, people, shut up in my fucking phone. Um, is somebody just blowing up your phone? Yeah, I can't, like I can't even turn my notifications down because then I miss them, and then people blow me up even more. So now, because I turn the volume back up, now it's like, oh, cool, let's blow the center's phone up, anyways. Oh, thank you guys, I like it. <laughs> I, you know, I wonder if um they know you're doing the podcast. <laughs> oh, that, that's just how people are in my life. Oh, I, I didn't answer yeah. your phone call one time. Here, let me blow your phone up for an hour. They get that magical. They get that magical tickle in their fingers <laughs> where they're like, oh, I gotta call him right now. Yeah, <laughs> but of course, uh, Tall Tales of the Rabbit Hole should be on. Later tonight, around eleven or eleven thirty p.m. Eastern time, you know, tonight, tonight and tomorrow night with Dennis Lee, um, and then he also co-hosts Trice Talk Sundays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays around nine thirty p.m. Eastern time. Unless some way somehow we could convince them to consider maybe an eight p.m. time slot. That way, they're not having to eat up slightly's time. And and like I said, the slightly serious show at nine thirty p.m. Eastern, and then you no, know, the old man's got his Friday night music show at eleven p.m. Eastern. And then, Chris Unplugged is doing a Friday night music show in honor of Chronic's birthday. Then David also has like Mysteries of the Paranormal and the Beans and Weenies comedy show Sunday after afternoon. Um, and the It's Doomsday podcast on Saturday evenings, along with impromptu shows. And then the Ralph William podcast, he's usually on mornings. And then Freedom Warrior does his show mornings, so definitely check those out. And the Mike Tampa Bay podcast, Torch the Pilot, and hopefully John DeVito will have some new shows next week. And chit chat with the old man weekdays at ten AM Eastern. And and the, all those shows are awesome. I love coming in and listening to them, and 
I deeply appreciate mm-hmm. you doing the show plug for me, Eric. Because well, yeah, and then of course more more podcast friends like come come and linger along to hear with Linga Longa and Pink Squirrel with her, whose podcast is this anyway, along with Laura and Lou's communication station and Accidental Chaos, and then Laura and Pink's collaboration show. Did you say something? And Fra- the Frankie D show coming up at 3 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. Uh. And let's not forget our friend Elgato. I'm sure he has a show yeah, too. Yeah, the Homeboy 88 podcast is Elgato. I mean, he's all, he's like a, a man of like a thousand or a million voices. You know, he does um, Mr. Crow, Homeboy Rogers, Michael Jackson. Like, and I love how he does the Michael Jackson. Shamon, Shamon. <laughs> you know, uh, I uh, <laughs> um, and uh, to- Tony Montana and and. T- Tony Montoya, whoever they are, and um, <clears throat> Pee Wee Herman. You know, I think I think he would probably be given the the legendary Mel Blanc a run for his money right about now. <laughs> yeah, you know, the man of a thousand voices. You know, oh, yeah. and his epitaph reads, "That's all, folks." <laughs> you know, uh, but I... but at least it ain't Jessica Rabbit. It's like I'm not bad. I'm just strong that way. That's right. <laughs> You know, I uh, I had some. But people- Merv Griffin said he will not be right back after these messages. Yeah, I I had some people ask me uh, over the week a question that I wanted to discuss in the dark woods because I thought it was an important question. And they were a few parents that are are younger parents, and they asked me. They said, "Look, my kids are going to school. They're being, you know, some of them they're being forced to wear masks." Uh, teaching this critical race theory, dark bear, what do I do as a parent? I don't want my kid to turn out to be a racist, hateful person, but I I don't know what to do. And I told them, I said, well, it's real simple. Be a fucking parent and defend your children. When there is a predator around, it is nature to defend your child. Okay, if they're teaching your kids pornographic material in school and they are concealing it under under gender acceptance put in a pair of sharp teeth and eat some ass because I promise you you're not the only parent that feels that way Mm -hmm. and the only way these people at these school board members and, and, and these principals and these teachers that are teaching your children this trash and indoctrinating them, the only thing that they're going to fucking understand is an ass eating. You know what I'm saying here, Center? Like, you've gotten off into some teachers' asses before for teaching your kids fucked up things. You and I have talked about that in the past. Oh, yeah. The California school system out here is completely screwed. These people are... Like, everybody, I always see comments, like, they always think, like, oh, this has to be a joke. They can't be that bad. No. The school systems out here, they are this stupid. The teachers out here are incredibly incompetent. Like, oh, my God. It's so ridiculous. Just to do something simple that it pissed me off so much now. I've pushed it from my brain. I hate it so much. I don't even remember it. But I had to fill out the same set of forms five different times. Because apparently people don't know how to even just simply file paperwork out here. No, man. You know, those are those... 
wicked whispers on the wind. They want your kids to be stupid. They want your kids to be easily manipulated. They want your kids to be angry. We're having, we're having meetings right now that they're already pretty much... They've admitted that this whole... Between COVID and the online schooling and all of this shit, this year has been a failure. A complete and utter failure. Every student across the board, basically, is behind. But, according to my son's teacher... The optimal thing, in my mind, because of the fact, in his in his case, it's a very special case because he's missing a lot of schooling from us moving out here. But they're just going to push him up into second grade, anyways. Yeah, because they don't they don't care if if your kid's intelligent or not. They they prefer if your kid is. Uh, Freedom Warrior says you can still homeschool in the U, in the United States, right? Yes, yes. You, you can, but here's the catch-22, like we were talking about earlier. Uh, if they control the, the, the flow of money and how much food costs and how much gas costs and blah, 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 they control your day-to-day life. How many people right now have the time to homeschool their children? Because used to, you could homeschool your child by the mom or the father staying at home back when, you know, uh, living off of one income was a thing, but as we all know now, yeah. that's very much not a thing anymore. Well, the women in our lives, you know, before women entered into the traditional workforce, they were homemakers, you know, stay-at-home moms and, and housewives, um, and, and the men were the, the breadwinners of the family. Um, mm-hmm. And then a couple more podcast shows I need to go ahead and plug. you got the, um, the the Swap Doesn't Lie. He'll be coming on at 7 p.m. Eastern time tonight. Um, he he likes to discuss politics, but he does like to discuss other topics as well. Um, the Holy Shift podcast and um, and the Gray Areas podcast—they're very good. Yeah, I like old Gray Area. I've I've listened to some of his stuff. He's dropped in here a few times too. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, something that I'm very intrigued by is that. A lot of these big businesses that have the money to move out of these deeply blue states are doing so. You know, you see it with Realty. I mean, a lot of big businesses. You know, a lot of uh, Hollywood actors and actresses are moving out of Hollywood. And I really think a lot of this is going to swirl around things like uh, the Jeffrey Epstein case. And the reason I say that is, is because... Just here recently, I saw an article involving Kevin Spacey, I believe his name is. He's a big-time actor. He got accused of some uh, uh, kitty piddling a while back ago, and he just kind of disappeared off the face of the planet for a while. Well, they're bringing him back. And you know what role he's going to play? A sexual crime scene investigator. Classy, right? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not a Justice Warrior. If you uh, send it to me on my Instagram, I'll be more than happy to check it out. For any listeners out there that's interested in talking to the Dark Bear a little bit more one-on-one, you can uh, reach me at the Dark Bear 44 on Instagram. <laughs> you know, uh, you think women's rights have been has been pushed to destroy family traditions? I. I think personally, like modern feminism and the push for them to be essentially radical fucking idiots has just destroyed femininity in general. Like now, look at look at 
whatever they want. You have to fall in line with whatever feminists want you to be. You have to be these radical blue haired screaming idiots or you're just, Oh, you're not a woman. You know, you, they can't choose to be a housewife. They can't choose to be a mother. You can't choose to have your own career and just put your nose to the grindstone and, you know, work for a living because it falls out of line with what they want you to be. It's basically just destroyed femininity as a whole. I agree. Uh, I got your email there, uh, Justice. Thank you, sir. I'll, I'll uh, email you a little bit later on today. I agree, Senator. You know, um, it seems like femininity went from something really, really good and positive, like, hey, let's burn the bras. Dark Bear can get behind that. Dark Bear, like, free them boobies. Okay? And then it turned into uh, let's empower people like Cardi B and let's put down people like Candace Owens. And that's where I kind of drew my line was when they started saying, oh, toxic masculinity, toxic masculinity, mansplaining, manspreading. You know, it's like you guys fought the good fight and now you've ran out of things to fight that makes sense. So now you're just fucking throwing darts at a board and seeing who will get behind you on what. I think I think that the modern family structure is 100% under attack. I, and I, I truly believe that because they are they are basically tearing down any strong man and saying, oh, well, if, if he's a strong, independent male that has free thoughts that are his own and he stands up for the weak, well, he's a toxic scumbag piece of shit. We should probably keep him from repopulating. But if they're a beta cuck male and, you know, they'll jump right on any feminist train or any any uh, phobic train that exists. Well, that's the person you want to breed with. I made a pretty funny joke last night. Somebody was telling me, Darkberry, I got an idea for merchandise for you. And I said, what's that? And he said, you can sell a cock sock. And I said, what in the fuck are you talking about? He said, yeah, 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 just hear me out. It'll, it'll be like a normal sock, and it'll be huge, and, and they can wear it. And uh, on the side, it'll say alpha male. And then you can sell a joke one that's like a thimble, and it can say, for my beta friend. <laughs> I said, no, I think I'm going to pass, but that's a funny joke. I'll use it for sure. But, I mean, really, that's what it's come down to nowadays, though, isn't it? Either you are a man who has beliefs and has a morality structure and you stand up and you do the right thing, or you're a coward. I mean, that's where we are in our system. How much they fucked up the nuclear family of the? They just generally fucked up genders, like just what people want to do with their own personal lives. Like me and my wife aren't a traditional in that sense. Like, yeah, we have our two kids, but my wife is in the military, so she's the working in the house, and I'm I've been a stay at home dad essentially since my daughter was born. I've had jobs here and there, yeah, but you know, because of money problem, because Florida is fucking expensive. Jesus, live in Florida if you don't have money. But there's nothing wrong with that lifestyle. That works for you. But you're not running around telling me or all other men, hey, man, you should just make your wife work full time, stay at home, take care of the kids. That's work. That's what works for you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, but to them it would be, you know, I I chose 
to stay at home with my kids. I made that decision. But if a woman made that decision, she'd instantly be, oh, she's a betrayer to the sex. Why? Because she wants to be a parent. I wanted to be a parent, too. Yeah. You know, it's it's a woman's natural instinct to nurture. That's like, that's natural for most women. To, 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 that's why, you know, when they get into age of baby making, they're always like, oh, look at the baby. I want one. And you're like, oh, God. You start stretching your shirt collar out like, ah. <laughs> I told Lady Bear, I said, I don't know if you know this, but bears have litters. So you're going to be pushing out a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. You hear some of that defunding the police happening? Damn. They might get away with that, huh? You know, Senator, at this point, I don't understand how people can willingly choose to stay in the fog. Because at this point, we're at the point to where they're definitely, it's a choice. They choose to not look at the problems. They choose. They choose to stay in the reality that they're in, that Fauci is a magical superhero. That Biden is a sweet old man. Kamala Harris wasn't a dirty fucking crooked DA. Hey, thanks, Freedom Warrior. I appreciate the comment. Freedom Warrior says, wow, this is a nice show. Like I'm in a good bar talk. We appreciate it. We try to keep the, the atmosphere pretty chill. We like to keep the monsters pushed back out there into the woods. Now, every now and then... While we're sitting here at the fire, we'll hear them kind of getting a little worked up. And that's all right. Because I'll just turn around and snarl right back at them. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, we're coming to the end of the week. We got everything in the news from emails daily. Crisis at the border, crisis in the White House. So we have to ask ourselves, are we better off now than we were a year ago? With pipelines getting hacked, gas prices skyrocketing, cat gas lines being shut down because, you know, somebody decided they want to do a Green New Deal instead of making us energy independent to where... Modern-day Americans can actually afford a tank of gas and not have to live paycheck to paycheck as often as we do. Are we better off now with this than what we had a year ago? I don't think we are. I don't feel like we are. You're going to notice that this has effects. These effects don't happen immediately, but milk going to go up. Bread, going to go up. Takes fuel to move these things from point A to point B. If price of fuel goes up, they're not going to take the hit. They're just going to pass that down to the consumer. 
That's just how it is. I mean, no, used to, when America was new, the economy was kind of a mystery because it was a free-based market. We didn't really know what to expect because it was new. But we, we're not new. I mean, compared to other civilizations, we're new. But in retrospect, our economy is not really a new thing. We pretty much know how it functions. If you raise the minimum wage and you give a dummy more money for doing a dummy job, price of living is going to raise right behind that. Okay? We figured out that $15 an hour in Tennessee is much different than $15 in California. Yep. So we know... Much, much different. Yeah, it's, it's a big price range difference. So we know that through obvious critical thinking, we can deduct that these politicians, that it's their job to know this, they know that too. So when they say, well, we're going to raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour across America, what they're really saying is, is we're giving you the illusion of more money. But in retrospect, what's actually going to happen is, is that's going to bump these dummies into a higher tax bracket. And the government's going to be able to take more money from them than what it already was. The price of living is going to go up and they're going to have less disposable income than what they had before the minimum wage raised. You see how that had a big, nasty trickle effect in a negative way? Yeah, Victor says, I say, why well, stop at 15? These burger flipper needs to make $100 an hour. Fuck no, they can't even make my fucking tacos without fucking them up. Take Listen. off Put meat in soft shell. Bam. Done. It fucked that up too. I'm 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 gonna be honest with you. I'm kinda glad that these thirty year olds that are flipping that burgers are flipping burgers. Are flipping burgers. Flipping burgers. Sure don't want them going to college and learning to be a rocket scientist with that kind of drive. We'll be having fucking China problems where we're just dropping rockets out of lower atmosphere randomly on people. But they damn sure don't deserve fifteen dollars an hour. Not It'd be nice to see them pay a thirty-eight percent tax break. I, you know, Victor, I love it because this is the thing that I I never understand about these people is they go, oh, the government's going to give us more money, and I'm like, it's your fucking money. They're they're taking your money away in taxes and then giving it a smaller amount back to you, and you're thanking them. They're pay, you're giving them a hundred dollars, and you're saying, here, put this where it needs to go. And then they're giving you back $20 out of that $100. And you're going, oh, thank you so much. It's like kids with an allowance. Oh, thank you. It's your fucking, you know how much the government, you know how much money the government technically has? Zero dollars. Zero dollars. That's the, that, that's the people's money. And we got business. Shut up, phone. That's the people's money. You see what I'm saying here? That's not the government money. That's not Nancy Pelosi money. That's not Chuck Schumer money. That's not Mitch McConnell money. That's not, guess what? That's not Joe Biden money. That's not Trump money. That, well, maybe some of it's Trump money because I imagine he probably pays his taxes. I hope he does. I guess we'll never know. 
They they released they illegally pulled his tax records. He paid ta- he pays taxes. Oh, imagine that. Hmm. Weird. I knew that. I just wanted to hear you say it because it makes me get all stiff. <laughs> as far as like Trump money portion is concerned, uh, he didn't. Uh, he of course forfeited his, um, you know, presidential salary and retirement pension. I mean, in yeah. favor of sending it back to a government entity that needed it to cover budget misses. Yeah. Yep. Because you know, you know Trump made his millions in the business world. Um, you know, already, yeah, and he, he, he didn't need it. Yeah, he already put his dick in the cookie jar, ladies and gentlemen. Surprise, surprise. Donald Trump doesn't yeah. need any more <laughs> cookie jar action. He's done fucked the shit out of the cookie jar. He owns a color, for God's sake. Well, you know, he he bankrolled his own campaign without any lot lobbyists or corporate donors or PACs or, or any other special interests. But, and then Just, Justice Truthwear points out that it's really drastically affected, like his net worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's but he's but I think that was a very noble thing of him to do. I mean, I because agree. we see how a lot of your politicians they they go in there is like nobody's in, and, and and going in there they practically jump into a pile of dog shit and then and they come out smelling like roses. Yeah, I agree one hundred percent, Eric. One hundred percent. You know, and you know, here's something I would be kind of curious to to find out. This question never occurred to me until just now. But, you know, a lot of these ex-politicians, when they get out of the game, they they retain their Secret Service detail. I, I wonder if Trump retained his Secret Service detail. He would probably keep his Secret Service detail till the day that he does. Well, yeah, yeah, but what I'm saying is... I, that's that's the normal thing is presidents once they're president they'll keep their their uh, secret service detail till pretty much the day they go in the ground but like think about how poorly the current administration treated him like do you think that they actually like gave him that that service the you know of of giving him his secret service to keep him safe or do you think maybe Trump is having to employ his own secret service I mean, it depends. You never really hear anything on the Secret Service. It depends if the agents were on his side or not. Because, I mean, there's an obvious deep divide in every branch of our government between now. It it used to be, well, I support Trump or I don't. And that was the divide. But now the divide is there's a shadow government or there's not. I and have basically, a brand yeah, I have a brain, or and and you don't. Or I live in a reality, and you live in a falsehood. He hires his own to watch the one appointed to him. Victor. <laughs> so the government, the government provides him a, a secret, a secret service detail, and then Trump hires his own secret service detail to watch the secret service detail that the government gave him. <laughs> How many, how many vets out there that were on his side that would probably love to be basically his personal bodyguards? You know, how how many vets would be jumping at the bit for that just to say that they're defending Trump just in case some idiot decides to go for him now that he's not in office? You know, 
I really, 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 really hope that that this is just intermission and we're all eating, getting our snacks from the snack bar to come back and watch a whole bunch of politicians be drugged into court and prosecuted. I want that part to be really fucking highlighted, italicized with bold letters and prosecuted for treason and crimes against humanity and the American people. What do you think would happen if somebody tried to put like Maxine Waters under citizen's arrest for her trying to incite a riot? <laughs> like, oh, but, but no, Maxine Waters, it, she's much like probably the Clintons and Pelosi and Biden and Obama that in the Bushes, you can't touch her. Yeah, but I'm just saying hypothetically. Hypothetically, if you walked up and, and you, you caught her, like, let's say, like walking in the ice cream shop. And you're like, Maxine Wires, I'm putting you under citizen's arrest. Please pay, place your arms behind your back. Don't resist. Uh, I'm, you're, you're going to be taken before the tribunal. Um, and, and you're going to find out that you have imbalanced America in a terrible, terrible way. Sorry for all those nerds out there. The tribunal's an old school Marvel reference. <laughs> but... um. Like, I really think that if you even move to put any of them under citizen's arrest, you would see the shadow government come out and expose its teeth immediately. Like, I would almost imagine that if a group decided, you know what, we're going to arrest Nancy Pelosi, we're going to arrest Maxine Waters, we're going to arrest some of these corrupt politicians and we're going to try them. Like, I almost bet you if they all went to their houses that day, every one of those people would be shot dead. And it would be it would be broadcast on national television to discourage anyone else from trying to arrest them. You hear that awkward silence? <laughs> That's people thinking things over. That's critical thinking happening right there. That's when you know you've struck a nerve with people. Their brains start to turn. It's when they have to contemplate mm -hmm. their reply. Well, I'm fixing to have to be starting to drop out of here very soon. But I look hey, forward brother. to this next show. And I know y'all probably got about another like 40 minutes left before y'all probably have to wrap it up for the weekend. Yeah. Hey, yeah. man, we always uh -huh. love having you, Eric. And I, and I appreciate it. Boom, shut up. Well, and, and don't don't forget the slightly serious show, the John DeVito show, the Old Man's podcast, the Ralph William podcast, Cummings' Culture, Slacker eighty two Alpha, um, you know, you know, and Trice Talk and Talk Tales of the Rabbit Hole, and a few other great podcast friends here on Podbean, and you know, I'm, you you won't be disappointed. Yeah. It yeah, have a great weekend, everybody. We appreciate you, Eric. You have a wonderful and, and blessed weekend, sir. And thanks for doing the show plugs for me, man. I appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Eric. He's a good friend here in the in the Podbean family. And I don't think he gets enough credit for the good work he does. So let's all just take a minute and smile and thank Eric for all the hard work he does, not just for the Dark Woods, but for all of our Podbean family. We appreciate it, Eric. You know, I'm going to do something I very rarely do, and I'm going to dive in and do this.
listen to all those people out there in the dark woods that love you, Eric. Uh, it must be good to be loved. So it would seem that nowadays, Center, fear is the topic of the news. We got to fear the coming alien invasion. We got to fear the Kofu-Fu boogeyman. But I think that we're fearing all the wrong things. I think we should be fearing the tyrannical government that's slowly crushing the American people like a python in the dark. How do you feel about that? Well, what? Sorry, I was looking at something else real quick. Oh, I, I said, I, you know, fear is being everybody. Tom McDonald is trending on Twitter and it's fucking hilarious. I like that old Tom McDonald. He's a He's a, a pretty good rapper. I like I like him quite a bit. I said There's that uh, already <laughs> so much shit about that video he just dropped this morning. We are in the beam. There's so much. I love it. I so so I asked you the question of I think that fear is being pushed a lot. The fear of the We beam. are in the beam and several other areas of fear, you know, with racial divide and, and uh whatnot. And I think that people are very fearful of all this stuff going on, but I think that they are fearful of the wrong things. I think they need to be fearful of a tyrannical power grab from the left. Now we got business. Yeah, pretty. I, I mean, they've been going, they've been vying for power now for a while. And now they're like, not being shy about grabbing. They, they started slowly at first, a little bit here, a little bit there, just a little power, a little here and there. But now, now they're just being blatant in it. Like, they don't care. They have enough power now that it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Now they've gotten enough power that they think it doesn't matter anymore. Now they've made everyone wear a mask for a year. Be afraid of their neighbor. Be afraid of their grandma. They killed a bunch of people in New York purposely to see if anything would happen. When they caught, got caught doing it, did anything happen? Do you think they got caught by mistake? You think that was an accident? Hmm. I wonder. Ah, hello there, Mike. Hello there, Tron Cat. Meow. <laughs> you know, at some point we have to understand that this isn't coincidence. These people aren't stupid. It is by design. It is intentional. The things that we get all pissed off and riled up about are test runs to see if we'll accept it. And when we stop getting all pissed off and riled up about it, guess what they do? They implement it. Like, ah, now's the perfect time. Boom. Now it's law. We are in the beam. So at some point in time, Either A, we as the American people are going to have to hold accountable the people that are in office that have been corrupted by the shadow organization that is now running America, running our mainstream media, pushing that propaganda machine. And I'll tell you real simple, it's, it's very simple on how they, they get people into this magic club. Money. Because money is power. You, people do all kinds of stupid shit for money. If you don't believe me, go on YouTube, go on TikTok. Look at what people do for followers because they think followers equal money. You see? So it all revolves around power. 
and the power comes from the money because with money you go buy groceries with money you pay your rent with money you buy water okay and now we're starting to see things pushed like this this covid passport bullshit like uh we talked about a couple episodes back where there are states that are saying that they are going to require business owners to either keep enforcing the mask mandates on their customers or they have to ask to see a vaccination card before they can provide services to said patron. Boy, that's real dangerous waters they're getting into right there, isn't it? Don't you think that's kind of like not right, Center? Yeah. You know, I mean, that's that's real dangerous waters they're getting into right there. You know, because it's my understanding that it's illegal for somebody to ask you for any kind of health information as far as it's concerning to buy a product or to work somewhere. It's supposed to be, yeah. It's supposed to be confidential information yeah it's supposed to be confident it's supposed to be protected information exactly but now they're wanting to throw all this shit up in the air and they are doing it deliberately they want you confused on what things you should be all pissed off about what things you shouldn't be pissed off about they're forcing you to prioritize what things are important your children or your freedoms. In my opinion, both. Because if you don't protect your freedoms, your kids won't have any. I mean, essentially, yeah. Because, but then again, like the demographic, the demographic they're also going after. Most of them are single morons and other reason hookup culture is a thing. Well, yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, and. Sadly, a lot of these people that follow the rhetoric and the storyline of of these liberals with this extreme agenda, the sad part about it is, is they're not following their agenda because it benefits mankind. They're following their agenda because it benefits them in a selfish way. Like, oh, well, they're on unemployment, so they want more unemployment. Or, oh, well, they think that, that they should be allowed to lay on their ass and flip burgers and make the same amount of money as somebody who put in time to learn a trade or get an education so that he can or she can better themselves and be a productive member of society. Yeah. So, in actuality, it's not that they follow the left because they, they're morally correct or because they have higher standards than the rest of us or maybe they're just a little bit more woke than us. Quite the opposite. It's because they're selfish pricks. Yeah, basically. I mean, they, they, they've been instilling that holier-than-thou attitude for quite some time. Yeah. Normally, we just have the moral high ground. There's nothing you can do about it, peasant. Well, I'll tell you what I tell when when liberals come at me. <laughs> very much like like El Gato earlier. When when a liberal comes at me, I just tell them, "Don't do it, Anakin. You are my brother. I loved you. I have the but brain I have, But I have the high ground, 
and I'll cut three of your fucking limbs off and leave you right next to this boiling lake of lava. <laughs> and that's how we need to treat it, in my opinion. Because at the end of the day, if you don't cut their three limbs off, guess what? They're going to cut yours off. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with defending yourself in a fight, especially if you came in and you didn't want to fight. You'll, you'll notice it's pretty rare I say, well, we'll just have to agree to disagree. No. And, and, and the reason I don't say we'll just have to agree to disagree because that very rarely nowadays applies. There's never that option. Yeah, now nowadays I just tell like like with the transgender thing, man. When people are like, "Oh, well, there's four thousand genders," I I don't say, "Oh, well, I agree, just disagree." I say, "Oh, you're stupid. You're an idiot. Dumb." Yeah, like oh, I bet your mom's real ashamed of you. You go home and eat chalk off the blackboard. Is that what you do? Because I know you don't. I know I know you don't do normal people things. Hey there, Mike. But you see what I'm getting at here, man? It's it's, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. It's like they've, they've taken everything and just decided, you know what? We're just going to flip it all on its head. Fuck it. We're just, we're going to see what happens. Yeah. And that's the thing is, is it's a big experiment. It's just like all this shit with the vaccinations. No one knows what's going to happen next month with the vaccination. No one knows what's going to happen three years from now with the vaccination. It's a mystery unless they've been studying this vaccination in the background for a long, long time. And they've been doing trials without anyone knowing about it in the secrecy of the shadows. And if that's the case, uh, boy, that makes me very suspicious. <laughs> Could be, maybe, possibly. You, you know, never know. Like those would be a straight answer. They really like those type of words, too, Senator, don't they? Maybe, possibly, could be. Who knows? They never want to give you a definitive answer. Hey there, Mike. Welcome to the campfire, sir. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's always a pleasure, Shepard. Always good to see a, a fellow truth seeker out there in the dark woods that can resist the fog but still travel in it. Yes, sir. We become very resilient. All of us. Resilience is essential. It always bounces back. It gets entropy, and then it just comes right on back at him. I agree. Well, did you have some thoughts about what we're talking about? I kind of came in uh, maybe in the middle of the topic. Uh, it sounded like I was doing a weather forecast in the chat room, so <laughs> you're all good. You're all good. So you just stopping in to say hello, and we always appreciate. Yeah, say hello. Just always love checking in on my brothers, just seeing what's going on, and you know, just kind of get a good gauge. You know, I, I know you, man. I, I know what you're doing. You're you're coming. Shepherd's laundry. You're you're coming by to make sure that we're keeping those monsters at pushback off. No, nah, you guys are. You guys do that. You you guys don't need me to check. No way. 
does. Sorry about that. I have to growl at that son of a Tell him he better get off f- back off in that darkness. He gets close. That's not it. He was hungry. That's right. You know, sometimes, sometimes I let him know, hey, this fire is here for cooking, and that's just what it'll do. <laughs> if you fuck with Dark Bear, this fire will jump out, and it'll jump on you. I feel bad for anybody who messes with Dark Bear. <clears throat> you know, um, Dark Bear, you know, usually when you do laundry in the washing machine, and you would put soap and then hit the button that would start it, typically, right? Well, I'm asking only because uh, I'm putting laundry from the washer into the dryer, and when I totally forgot, like a blonde that I am, to actually hit the start button. Ah. Forgive me. Yep, that's an, that's an important point. You know, <laughs> I, always, I always have uh, Miss Lady Bear wash all the hell ash out of my out of my coat here because center tells me after a couple days that hell ash gets to bothering his allergies it's, it's bad <laughs> he, he tells listen dark bear i did not climb out of the eighth circle of hell just so i sat here and smell you and i say damn it man i have a job to do the hell ash sticks and your pheromones throat. are essential what your pheromones the bad what? pheromones exactly it drives the demons mad. They can't stand it. It's like my anti-repellent. And, you know, I think that's important. We need to stop cowering in front of these demons, and we need to start showing our teeth back at them with a big wake of grin that says, oh, you want some of this? Because I'm armed from head to toe with facts and knowledge and history. You'll notice I don't have to get rude with anybody when, when I when I speak with them, and that's because I already know I have the upper hand. Always a couple steps ahead. You know, they think they of, got it. One of Center's favorite things about me is I have a ace tattooed on my forearm. And when people ask me what that is, I tell them, oh, that's my ace I always have in my sleeve. <laughs> do you really that would be freaking awesome I really do I'll send you a picture of it after this after dude this. it's kind of epic <laughs> you know, no it actually sounds kind of kind of badass <laughs> to be honest <laughs> my, up my sleeve man. that's right I'm a trickster myself that's why I can see through the trickster's fog that's why the static fog doesn't stick on me, is because I know how to wield it myself. Yeah. If, I, if I wanted to, Mike, I could just sit here by the campfire and open my mouth and pump out my own counterdictive static fog. Have people fall under my spell just like they do theirs. Static. No, but not I, static fog, air is electric. That's right. There's four helicopters flying at the same uh, flight elevation in tandem. That's kind of weird. I don't do that. I have the ability to do that to where I could have a bunch of mindless drone zombies just like they do, but I have no purpose for zombies. I make shadow warriors. Shadow warriors can think critically. 
They know their way. Especially ways. shadow warriors that have salty crosses in their forearm. Those are guys I wouldn't want to mess with. That's right. Victor Victor says, I have a big-ass Celtic cross on my forearm. He's not afraid to show people that he's got Jesus in his sleeve. And it's ancient of days. You know, we got about five minutes before the show wraps up. And uh, I just wanted to say to all the listeners out there, Victor, Mike, uh, Tron Cat, Freedom Fighter. Meow. Uh, Freedom Warrior. I always say Tron Cat's meow like this. I always go Tron Cat. Meow. <laughs> Justice <laughs> Warrior. You know, all you guys out there, crazy lady, anybody I haven't mentioned, if you if you hear my voice, I'm talking about you. Thanks for listening and tuning in. And thanks for adding a little bit of flavor to the show. Because what you send me, I read, we look through. And if we think that it's the mainstream media machine trying to crank out a propaganda story, well, you helped us find it. And we appreciate that. Cool, Victor. I'll check appreciate it out. Appreciate you, the doctor. Hey, Mike, we appreciate you, sir. You're out there doing this, the real uh, hard work. You're saving people. Well, this shepherd, I, I'm guiding people out, but also along my travels, I find bigger plat bigger uh, areas to explore and then I came across some very unique uh, property I guess shall I say amongst the woods that it's very very rich and very uh, very open for others to join as well I'm sure and you know uh, we're gonna I think we're gonna take off this Saturday and this weekend but I think that I have a new announcement at the end of the show here I'm uh, almost 100% confident that next Saturday we'll probably be having our second wickedly wonderful world where we're going to be discussing other things other than politics. We'll be discussing some things around the world that me and Sinner or whoever just decides to co-host with me decide are so wicked. <coughs> Mike. <laughs> Mike says, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> That we we think not many people know about, and so we're gonna we're gonna share it with the people around the campfire. You know, we've talked about things like the miracle staircase before. If you've never heard of that, Mike, you'd be very intrigued by it. You should Google it. Say it again, the mystical. It's called the miracle staircase. And uh, it's, it's quite an interesting story. It's religiously tied, uh, and it's a mystery that some of the greatest physicists on Earth still have not solved. Even Stephen Hawking was intrigued by it at one time. Loretto Chapel in Santa Fe, New Mexico. That's it, sir. You found it. And uh, we'll be discussing things like Upar's out-of-place artifacts like London Hammer, you know, Things people just don't really know that much about. Like last time we covered that in Rome, ancient Rome, they had ball bearings. And not many people knew that ancient Romans had ball bearings, let alone they had uh, automatic doors that would open themselves and close themselves. They had battery technology back in Rome. They found them. Yeah, that's the truth. 
look up look up some of this stuff if you don't believe us and, and no you, i believe i believe you because you you don't mess around on your research man seriously like <laughs> you don't just like take something lightly you like you dive in dude <laughs> well i appreciate that you know sometimes it gets me in a little bit of trouble that curiosity sometimes it whips the bear but that's the price it always killed the cat but not the bear that's right they say that you know the old man likes to say that what doesn't kill you makes you stronger except for bears bears will kill you i think it's because he knows me i wonder if there's a connection <laughs> well ladies and gentlemen we're going to wrap up we just got the warning we're going to be cut off so we thank you for joining us here at the campfire and remember while you're out there in the dark woods be careful because monsters lurk in the darkness. Thanks for joining me, everyone. Enjoy your weekend.